Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. I am your host, Casey Hutchison, and today we have so much to discuss, but before we get into it all, let's check in on our co-hosts. Dee, how are you? I'm feeling amazing. How are you, Casey? I'm doing quite well for take two of this intro. Alan, how are you? I'm good. I'm not going to say any funny this time. And then the beautiful, beautiful man, the one that is my true love, Rodrigo, how are you? I'm doing good, Casey. Doing much better than Dr. Neil Byrne at this moment. So much better. Yes! <laughs> I mentioned the Resurrection listeners. Wap. And the man who could be my friend and my lover... The Carl Anderson to my Gloria Loring. Tiggs, how are you? Rent do, but I'm here. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyway, let's just hop right into our first top topic, which concerns ABC's General Hospital. Vernay Watson is returning in the role of Stella Henry. Um, Dee, what do you think about that? Uh... <clears throat> I love Moneybags Watson. She likes to get that money. Um, I already know if she back, that means Mike is probably going to die. We've been waiting forever for this to happen. Let's go. And that is just how I like answers. Short and sweet and to the point. Um, <laughs> and then, Rodrigo, let's go to your thoughts on this. Uh, Stella's going to be back the week of September 14th. So what would you like to see Stella up to? Well, I love seeing Stella back. Renee Watson, Miss Emmy winner, two-time Emmy winner, Renee Watson, by the way, um, is coming back, and I love it. I love how GH is – I just love GH has paid attention to black characters on this show. Like, it's just been amazing to watch. Even though she might come back for Mike's funeral or whatever, but at least they are paying attention to, like – their black cast. So I'm very happy to see that. I'm, I'm always happy when Stella comes back and does her, her little visits and goes back to London or wherever she's like spending her time these days. So it's good to see. So I'm, I'm happy to see her back. And then Alan General Hospital also announced another return today. Uh, Nathan Parsons is returning in the role of Ethan Lovett. So what do you think about Ethan <gasps> coming back into the fold as Holly and Luke's long lost son? Mm. I think it'll be nice mm. if people like him, but I don't care. Ethan was kind of a useless character and the actor was all MAGA. And he did that All Lives Matter thing a couple years on Twitter and he deleted his account. So, fuck him. So, back to you, Casey. <laughs> Which one of y'all started yawning? Which one of you shady people started yawning? Well, I've never... Oh, God, this character. Okay. This character should never... This character should never been created at all, period, point blank, period. Mm -hmm. If you were going to make... If you were going to create this character, it should have been Robin and Holly's son, not mm -hmm. fucking Luke and Holly's son. 
because Luke would never have done that to Lord. I fucking hated that rewrite they did. And I know that was you, Tony Gary, that put that fucking idea in people's uh, in people's heads for that shit. Mm-hmm. He saw Nathan Foster's like, at his, at his new like, that, that got to be my son. No, that did mm-hmm. not have to be your son. That had to be Robert's son. Because like, that did not make a lick of sense that you would go off and cheat on Laura with Holly and then do all this while y'all on the run. Luke and Laura on the run. You have time to go cheat on, on Laura and I'll do all the dumb shit. Okay, bye. Um, the only thing I would love, but they won't do this, is to have Nathan and Christina have like a little mini reunion because I always loved their little chemistry they had together. Um, but other than that, I guess this is to like um, about the Holly story with Peter saying, you know, Holly's supposedly dead and Nathan's coming back for that, whatever. But um, okay, cool, he's back. But I would love a retcon if, like, they would say that Robert was his father and not Luke. And Please do that. They, they need moving. to keep it moving. Yeah, <laughs> keep it moving one more. We're not going to get, you know, Ethan and Christina. So that's the next best thing I can get. That's the next best thing, right uh, there. Yeah. I mean, what what's the point? Because <laughs> yeah. Now, I love them saying, but Holly can stay there because I want Robert with Anna. And I really don't give a damn about no Ethan. Never <laughs> did. I want Robert and Olivia together. I don't give a damn. Robert and I Olivia. Say, so that they, they got some chemistry. Olivia's necessarily Frodo Flat. She loves him. Uh, yes, that's her idol. Lisa loves Cicero. has been watching this show for like 85 years. So she knows it. <laughs> this will be a dream come true for her. So like, I, I, was, I was buying mine a little affair. I, mean, I don't want her to leave the way, the way they're playing Ned and Olivia so heavy right now, like which is great. You know, it's so yeah, great to see it them is. at the forefront. And their dialogue mm. has been great. Yeah, um, good. I know I said that one of my big problems with GH was um how they're writing Ned, but I have to say coming out of it, there has been amazing performances, especially from Lisa Lisa Cicero. And I'm like, give her the support and actress any. I mean no, Oh, she's been Wally, she's been deserving of that for the longest time. Wally Kerr said he gonna get an Emmy for one of these damn shows. Okay. Uh, honey, Wally Kerr put G- him <laughs> one year it's the next year what? it's G H another be- year it stays. He gonna pop up on one of the wrestlers be on all three damn channels and one of them gonna give him a damn Emmy. I don't know. As long as Tom Acosta is happy and not whining about Dante on my screen, please go okay. find out who can shut up. Like, I, I love the, the writing though for Ned because yeah. that's totally Ned. He's denying, like, he doesn't see that he's turning into, into Edward. Everybody else can see it but him. I love yeah. it. Um, so one of the comments that I found funny um, came from when Daytime Confidential posted the article. Um, about Parsons coming back. And (laughs) the comment says, uh, the producer knows how to work a budget. He can save money and bring more people on air. Corday Productions could use his accounting skills. So speaking of Corday Productions accounting skills, let's hop into all of the Days of Our Lives returns that are coming this fall. We have Casey Moss back as J.J. Devereaux. We have Heather Lindell back as Jan Spears. Miller back as Abigail Devereaux-Demera. We have Lucas Adams back as Trip Dalton-Johnson. We have Stacey Hyduck back as Kristen. We have Eric Martzoff back as Brady. 
Ali Sweeney has signed on for a longer stint as Sammy, and Brian Dottillo revealed that he is back for longer as well in the role of Lucas Horton. So, Dee, let's go to you. Um, which return, or which extended stay, rather, are you most looking forward to, and why? Well, if JJ's a crackhead, then I would probably be looking forward the most to Casey Mars coming back. I love crackhead JJ. Like, I'm the first one to tell you, that's my dude right there. He is way more fun when he is juiced up. Um, most likely mine, ooh, you know I'm a Kristen fan, so I'm all about Stacey. And just give me as much Lucas as you can possibly give me, and I'll be happy. So yeah. I'm, happy. Yeah. I'm happy that Brady's going to be on my screen. I'm happy that you know, I'm I'm happy with just about all the returns. I'm not even mad about Trip. You know why? Because none of the people that tripped over him are gonna be. Oh wait, never mind. No, nah. right <laughs> the pun of it. Never all. mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, if, if, if as long as he doesn't come back with everybody trying to fight over his slingling, I don't care. But I'm dude, honey, excited. I'll fight over it if he wants me to. Oh God, there you go. As long as um, he shaves, though, you know, I couldn't take all that Liam Spencer type facial hair that he had at the end. I was like, come on, you and your, you, you just hate facial hair. That's your problem. I, I just want to go. Yes, it. you do because Chandler Massey looks fine as hell right now, and you no, talking about his, that. His looks good, and if you know Eric Martzoff looks really good. And, you know, I'm still a sucker for John Aniston's bristles under his nose, no matter Child. how. Child. Pull my hair and call me Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly. my God. I'm good. Look, kill him with fire. Kill him with fire. Thank you, Tiggs. Um, but anyway, Alan, which return are you most excited for? Um, or is there an extended stay that you're most excited for? Yeah, I mean, naturally, because... She when she has this energy lit, just lights up the show when she's on the show. And we only have like like a month a year, but for now we're gonna get for most of Justin 2019. That's very exciting. I'm not excited for Trip because he's boring as fuck. Uh, I'm excited for Jan because I want her to lock people in cages and shit like that. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I, I, I'm happy to have Brady and Kristen back because as long as they don't write her like the fucking. Being good girl crying nun shit. I don't like that. I like her because they have to have a happy medium. They can't write her as rapey sociopath. They have to find a happy medium so they keep her in town. But JJ, yeah, hopefully JJ is back on the crack. I'm with D. He needs to be on drugs. That's I mean, he is exciting and interesting. Thank you very much for backing me up on that one. My neck, my back, lick my pussy and smoke some. Hey! Oh, 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 <laughs> All those options, he's related. What's going on? Blow his back out. I don't know what he's been doing. <laughs> uh, Anyway, Tiggs, let's go uh, to you. Which day's return or extended stay are you most excited for and why? You are killing me with this extended stay, but that's exactly what the hell it is. Salem, days the NBC sweets, goddammit. It's, it's literally a damn bed and breakfast. How long are you staying? Two weeks, three weeks? <laughs> um, <Stop. laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad that that Sammy's going to be on screen longer because, yes, that whole show comes alive when Allison Sweeney is there. I'm excited about everybody, especially Heather Lindale. Like, I'm happy. I just, uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Jan. 
Hopefully she got a son. Maybe that son is the one that knocked up Allie, and he needs to start screwing Claire next. That's Ooh, so bad. That's good. That's a so bad. Rather interesting. Am I the only one that likes Jan Spears? Man, I love that chick. Oh, no. Jan make will okay. probably make me tune back into this show because yeah, I, love, I, love I just want to make sure I'm not going to be by myself because no. every time she's on the screen, I was actually rooting for her to win. I'm sorry. It's not going to be an Alan liking Natalie Buchanan situation. Oh, no. Yeah, I love you. Okay, Queen Natalie. The fact that she made such oh, an impression, boy. she made such an impression a short amount of time that she was on screen. Yeah says a lot that people still ask about this character years later. So like And it's so crazy. I remember uh, yeah. two Jans. But wait, wait, was was Hevelindale the original Jan or the second one? Because I know it was two. I think she was the it's second one. a third Jan. There's one one that was the original Jan that got fired really quickly. Lenny please would have let girls never forget. Then there was Hevel Lindell. Oh damn it was three? Damn she was third. But she was the most memorable one. Even if she was only there for a year. Like she was very yeah. Because because I remember yeah, she yeah. was going to like jo- jo- Josh, Sean D up in that cage. She was the one. Sure that don't- well, I liked Heather. I liked Heather um, Olson too. I liked her too. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that Lindell's the one that's coming back. And I hope they they bring up about you know remind Nicole like bitch you ain't perfect you you have me <laughs> help you come kill Victor bitch. Well we didn't kill him. On- for real, still. Um, so, Rodrigo, um, you know, this is clearly Days of Our Lives next rotated in set of cast members. Um, you know, it's the next ones to come back and stuff. Um, so, are you most excited for this set of rotations? Or do you wish some of the others from the last round had gotten to stay just a bit longer? Well, the thing I like about Days is one door closes and another one opens. They are just rotating whatever they're going to bring back. And it was about time to get the last Blast crew, at least a good majority of them back, because it worked so well on that on that app show they had. So I already knew that like Ron was going to find a way to bring those characters back to the real show. Um, it's just like, you know, Victoria Confell's gone. Eric, um, Greg Vaughn is gone. Chandler's gone, Freddie's gone. You have to have a backup plan. So this, you know, there's always a plan with days. If a lot of people are leaving, they're always gonna have some people in the back fold. That's a thing. That's the beauty about days. They have so many characters, so many people they can bring back to their canvas on their back pockets. And Ken knows that, and he knows how to like. <laughs> if it's like one does if one thing doesn't work, Ken knows. Okay, we gonna bring this back. Or like, mm-hmm. You Spokes know, on like, the wheel. It, it always work, he'll get rid of it. It works. Spokes on the wheel. Works for this show, and I'm just so I'm very excited with what's coming in the fall. And I've uh, been told I've been told for months this was going to be a weird transition. People are not going to like this, and a lot of people are leaving and coming back and whatnot. So like, this is what's happening now, and I don't mind it. Like it's. Stories are continuing. They're they're moving forward with stories, and they're gonna bring back these people to replace the ones that already left. So you can see a seamless transition. And Allison Sweeney, that's the one I'm most excited about because they should have had her back for like a long term, 
I mean, I I appreciate the short the short stints that she's been doing the past you know a couple of years and so, but I've always wanted her back for a longer stint. So like, I'm very excited about that, especially uh, under Ron because Ron under Ron yeah. Ron I mean, Allie loves Ron's writing of Sam, of of Sammy. Even though, I mean, I, I have to be honest, I don't like how Sammy is being portrayed in this storyline. I don't like the way everyone's coming down on her mm-hmm. while Nicole gets away with murder. Um, I will say like, though it's classic days though. I mean it is yeah. classic Sammy. No, Nicole. but for for no for Nicole and Sammy they used to be on equal playing field. This is not equal. They are forgiving well, pretty everything soon Nicole. You know everything's going to catch up with Nicole. They're forgiving. Yeah, they're forgiving everything Nicole did. Sammy brings up good points and they're like, "Oh, Sammy, shut up. You kidnapped Bill." When I was a fucking teenager, I kidnapped Bill. Like, I mean, like, well, she did a lot so more than kidnap her. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, like I, I don't blame them if they want to bring that up because she did try like, to. Sell it's like, that was a whole ass lifetime ago. Like, there should be actual limitation so of years ago. Credit comes off before they get before they're okay. gonna let people get over that. But I am excited about Brian Tatello back full time as Lucas. I think they should never let that. They should never let that dude go. Period. Because like anytime Lucas is back, and Lucas and Sammy have to be. I mean, James Scott, you're not coming back as as EJ. They're never going to recast that role. I would make Lucas and Sammy the focal point when of this return, and just keep going. Like I just love it. I I mean, they might as well. They act like Lucas ain't shooting with Sammy anyway. Ever since they they you know focused on EJ, Lucas has always been an afterthought. Right. So like we don't got no EJ there, so like there's no point. Like who's EJ is circling yeah. the drain somewhere. I love I am a Jammy fan. I don't care. I like Sammy with everybody except for Austin. So I really don't care. Ooh, and probably Ray. But um No, that actually Ray for me was the only time I cared for Rafe was when he was with Sam. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying just in general, I'm not trying to speak that into existence, so that's why I'm like, but we're not going to recast yeah. EJ, then they need to just go ahead and kill him off. Like, seriously, they need to kill him off. Yeah. It's on again, off again, on again, off again. It's too much. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. Kill the character off or recast him or with somebody else. I'm like, do one or the other, but you can't. You can recast. You can yeah. recast. There's so many actors that can play this role. It's so easy to recast. I mean, it is. Like, you it find the easiest role to recast. Easy. A tall, sexy Brit that's hot as hell with Allison Sweeney. And that can say some answer. 35,000 times in the episode. There you go. It's the way he says it, though. I'll be like, ooh, you know the sex is just gutter, but yes. <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's talk about the uh, big casting news over at our CBS Soaps um, because we haven't gotten a chance to discuss this yet. So uh, two weeks after it was announced that Courtney Hope was leaving the bold and the beautiful S. Sally Spectra, news broke that she was joining the cast of The Young and the Restless. Uh, so, and Tiggs, I'm going to go right to you. How do you feel about this? And if Courtney doesn't show up as Sally, is there a character you would like to see her play? Um, I'm, I'm ecstatic about this. Like, I think Brad Bell wasted her over there. You're going to throw Sally under the bus for some damn slow. But anyway, 
Um, like I said, I'm I'm thinking she's gonna be Sally. Like I said, they Wanda and Bold don't really play that. You know, especially when a character leaves and pops back up on on the sister show so quickly, they're usually the same character. I don't think, and it would be perfect. I mean, oh god, yeah, she could she could work at Javoke or something. But no, they probably gonna have to work with Lauren. She could work with the other resident redhead. Hello. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. She would yeah. need to be working with Lauren so Tracy Bregman can be back on the Yeah. Screen. Okay, yeah. But yeah, but you you know that Finn Moore's still in that stupid partnership with Jabot. So yeah. Um, but aren't they buying isn't Finn Moore buying out the, the Jabot collective? Oh, They're buying them out. I thought, I thought Finn was, was separate again, or did that deal fall through? Didn't Girl, they do I, something? I can't, keep, I can't keep up with that shit. Uh, because I thought Lauren was <laughs> done with all of the hoopla after the whole Phyllis as CEO. Didn't Lauren? Well, after the Phyllis, after the Phyllis as CEO thing, um, Phyllis was going to try to buy. She was going to try to blackmail Jack with yeah. Kyle being a hoe with Lola to get the money to buy up a partnership with Lauren, but she couldn't get the money. So, and Jack made Lauren an enticing offer. And so they stayed together, but now they're splitting that stuff up. Okay. Because, oh. and it was always weird to me that Jill wasn't involved in that whole thing. Um, oh God. Well, she wasn't involved in none of the things she's supposed to be involved in. So I'm not surprised that she's not involved in this. Oh yeah. Uh, Jill, has, Jill hasn't been yeah. involved with business in years. She hasn't like, been involved with nothing. If Hunter King was leaving the show, I love her. Don't want her to go. Courtney Hope would have been a great summer Newman. Great. Oh, yeah. She, I oh. wish we'll cast her, you know, back when Hunter her left the, initially. Um, her and the staff. Oh. Yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. But um, I mean, but, Hunter, I mean but, just, Hunter has come to her own so much that now it's like really a pleasure to watch her. I feel like she finally gives off what summer is supposed to be. And it's just, it's great to watch her, in my opinion. Um, so, D, let's go to you. Do you want Courtney to play Sally or somebody else from the Wyandar campus? She need to play Sally Spectra, okay? The Spectres need to go on. If they can't do right in Los Angeles, then maybe she'll get done right in Genoa City. Um, Sally Spectra uh-huh. was a designer. I mean, it, it just makes sense for her to be Sally Spectra. There's ties. There's already the crossover. Lauren and Sally used to be really good friends. So it makes when, you know, when Lauren was over there on Bold and Beautiful, you know, with her little fashion line or whatever, it makes sense for that crossover to happen. I just can't see them. But then again, the things that I can't see are normally the things that happen at YNR. It doesn't make sense for them to make her a new character when she's already established somewhere else. And she can come in and hopefully they'll write her with some fire and she won't be like chasing after Liam. So that's already a plus right there. She won't be chasing after these dud Spencer men. So I'm already happy. But as well, long as they don't come in with some good clothing. They it, mentioned I mean, Ben Moore's, you know, a couple weeks ago on B&B. So maybe that was laying the groundwork to cross a character over. Because Brad, Brad, and you, Brad, you already know how I feel. I can't wait to see you next June. But he already knows he's gonna catch that. Fantastic. He knows what time it is. He, he's, he's a per- one person that was praying that Corona would come during the Emmys to save him from me. So he already knew what time it was. But you're gonna sit there and waste an actress that can actually carry a storyline. She can play emotions. She can make you feel bad when she's doing bad stuff. 
and you gonna sit there and waste her for for felony float by I don't even know what to tell you. I'm like, there's this is no disrespect against Katrina, but the character is trash. Flo is trash. She's going to be trash for me forever. There is nothing that girl can do. I don't care what body part she gives up. She's going to be trash to me forever. Like, I'm done. And you going to sit there and pass up on that? I was ready to get Sally and Thomas and get it popping and have them be like, just like two, just like ready to go off and take back Forrester from those Logans. And then I got deprived of this. So you already know I'm in my feelings. Courtney Hope, come to Young the Restless and show out. That's all I'm saying. Well, that right. I'm glad you made your point, but you definitely took the scenic route to get to your point. <laughs> you eight months worth of B&B story just in the end to say, well, hey, Courtney, I hope, I hope you come to the Young and the Restless. I said that in the beginning. I've been saying it on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I don't think Sally no. Because it's perfect. Sally has hit rock bottom. General City was perfect land start over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I know that many people, including myself, if Courtney Hope comes on as Sally, um, many people want her to shake things up with Tessa and Mariah. So would you want that as well? Or do you want Sally to be paired with somebody else on the Y&R canvas? Oh, those Tariah fans would act a fool. Oh, my Good. God. Good, bud. Good. Let me love her. It's too early restless. The only thing they've done is to have Riot bang some rando. That's all they've done. And then and Tessa and basically really forgave like her after like two weeks. So I'm expecting her to play a new character because that's how the other works. The obvious answer. The thing people want her to play Sally, they're not going to give you probably. Because Let her come back as Noah's girlfriend. Then we know Mariah going to sleep with her. But yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's probably going to play a new character because... That's how you know this is worse. And they're probably going to put her maybe with Theo, maybe they'll have her basically with Kyle, or maybe even Chance. Ugh, that would be disgusting. I do not want to see Courtney Hope having to kiss freaking Johnny. Oh, God. <laughs> no, uh, Alan. Ugh, can, why you put that in the universe? Don't do I that. I already see it. Are you ready? Here's their first scene. What do you mean you came from L.A., Sally? <laughs> I can already see her. Now, see... And, and you know, Chance be- would probably love her because, you know, Chance would probably love her because, you know, Sally worked at multiple places in L.A. where Black people weren't allowed because of the writing. And so Chance will probably be all over her when she comes to town. <laughs> See, if, if they want to be on some real oh bullshit, shit, what they need to do, <laughs> they should have told Cordy Hope. They should have told Cordy Hope, you want to lighten your hair a little bit? Yeah, come on over here real quick. Bye, Melissa Orway. We got a new Abby Newman. Bye. They won't. Dude, <laughs> nuclear winter will come before they nuclear get rid of I'm not even playing. Like, <laughs> that she would is be not going nowhere. There will she be nothing left. Not. Roaches and Melissa Ordway. Melissa I'm not Ordway is here to but, but, stay. And that's she so sad. Nowhere. And that's because they just. No, I love Melissa. Okay, let me get this straight. I love Missy Ordway. Melissa is a great actress. They just don't write for the character of Abby ever. The only person who ever wrote for Melissa Ordway's Abby, surprisingly, was Charles Pratt Jr. And that's the only time I cared for Melissa as Abby because I liked Stitch and I liked 
the miscarriage a, story. Yeah, that was a good story. Max. Yeah, that that little, was, I loved that all. little boy was terrorizing her. Ass. Oh, was, I wanted oh. to push that. That little boy needed. I was cheering him on. What are you talking about? That was some good shit. That was some good shit. Just prior, like, I loved as that. Crazy oh, yeah. as he was. Yeah, mm, that was mm, okay. And that scene between <laughs> Ashley and Abby on the bed where Abby was tearing through all those baby presents. Oh, Melissa Ordway broke my heart. They, they write Abby as an afterthought. That's all that it is. It's just uh, everything about Abby. Abby. And, and that's what they do. That's why they fling any man at her to see who's going to stick. They don't give a damn she who it is. Because shit. D's dated actor. Abby. Rodrigo's dated Abby. You've dated Abby. I mean, I know she paid me last week. Alan had well, an affair with Abby. I mean, excuse me, I'm a gold star gay. I'm never going near a pussy C section baby. She is the oh, black man welcome wagon, okay, to Genoa City. So if there's a black dude, they're gonna pair her with. I mean, she, she now she just every man's welcome. And then wagon. they're gonna tell you that that black dude had a black girlfriend, but that black girlfriend two weeks later is gonna turn out to be Cameron Grimes. Yeah, we're gonna let that one go for a variety of reasons. I don't understand why they paint Mariah out as this paragon of virtue when she came on the show as trash and now she goes in here and try to look down on other people. I'm gonna need I you miss to Mariah. I know we're getting off topic, but I miss Mariah being messy. Like, yes, oh, that's what she was supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when what she first came on that show. Remember when she, when she used to have that crush on Nick and she said, I'm not going oh. to go. When she came down the stairs and that little nighty and Sheriff yeah, was like, yes. And gathered her up in 2.2 seconds. Yeah. Yes. There, she should have been the anti-Cassie. She, now she, she's snarky Cassie. so much with that. Yeah. She, she's, she's, like, snarky, she's snarky Cassie with a strap on now. And it's like, what? Cassie is a scarier twin. I stand on that hill. She just turned into a Cassie. They just turned into Cassie. Mar- like, Mariah uh, should have been Dinah Marler. She should have been Kendall. Yeah, Hart. she's supposed she, to be the she's opposite that archetype. of Cassie. Yeah. You are supposed to be the bitchy daughter of a saintly mother. They fucked it up like always. Mm-hmm. They could have made they could have made Sharon and Mariah like another Sammy and Marlena. Like that that could have been like they're like they're always fighting. They're mm-hmm. like Sharon always slapping her across her face and like. This is this, but they just want to make Mariah like all oh, sweet. I'm like, oh, God, that's too boring. interesting for Abby Restless. No, no, be boring. So right? She, boring. She's a lesbian now, so she has to be the Greek chorus of the show. Well, oh. we have uh, we have one daughter left. We got Faith. Maybe, maybe, oh, fa- maybe. Faith, Angelina, oh, Nicole. Oh, Nicole. If, if, if they better be, be hot in the ass. Okay. If they, if they would age her up, come on now. Can we recast this? I'm sorry. Look, I know. I, I want to recast. <laughs> Can we get a little recast? Like, come on, Margo Lindley, like, whatever her name is. But it's time for that baby to go. Okay, <coughs> go play Dolly Parton. Olivia Rose, Olivia Rose Keegan. Yes. Oh, Olivia Rose getting Disney money, baby. She don't. I know. I know. Anything's related. Bye. But, <laughs> but che- what? Well, wait, wait. A check is a check these days. That don't mean nothing these days. These, these actors will—they'll get a check anyway, any way they can. Well, I know, Hospital. Bye. It is. It is high time. It is high time for the next generation of Newmans to get their due. Summer right. needs a good storyline. Reed needs to be on the canvas. God damn it, Faith no. needs to be a sixteen-year-old cokehead. 
like, needs to be a no. Like Nicholas and Victoria are both pushing fifty. Hey, you can tell that Victoria's older now. They write them like they twins. There needs where's to be a next, read. Where's the next generation of like brash and sad? The brash and sassy like. Well, that don't matter. Victoria didn't sold Brad and Sam. Well, to Mal Young's credit, he did do a very good teen scene. I loved Mal's teen scene. Um, Are we defending Mal Young on this show? I I know. Apparently, because he's more interesting than bringing Josh is right now. That's sad. All I'm saying is there were, I did not like Mal's two big stories, just like everybody else. I was not a fan of the whole Jack story. I was not a fan of the JT story. But as I look back, I'm like, oh, my God, Mal had diversity. Mal had a teen scene. Mal's issue was, is he truly didn't understand the show at its core. And that's where Sally should have been his co-head writer. But anyway. Oh, Mal should, and he Mal killed our so he's going to be on my list. But, but you know, now, okay. now Sally's suspect uh, is over fuck, on fuck Mal Young and his gift. <laughs> How about Mal shouldn't have written... Period. He should have been executive producer and have someone else write this show. Like he had a vision. I could see he had a vision for the show, but the writing. I was just like, uh, I'm like, too much. like an American show. Yeah, yeah did too much. Are like his stint really got good at the very end. Yeah, his stint. Ri- with Don't the, it always? Listen, it always, always like it's always like that. They get the fire. They're gonna bring, they're gonna put out their best shit and they get fired. <laughs> Dina Higley does like, like, Josh getting fired next week so we can get some fire writing. Woof. For real. Exactly. I just, Lord, I just want this show to be something else. But I'm I'm not gonna go into it. I... That's the damn problem, Casey. It is something else. It ain't the young and the wrestlers most of the goddamn time. That's the problem. I don't know what it is. I it's not even a soap opera. I don't know. It's the old and the hopeless. <laughs> you fucking find it. The hopeless is the main part of that topic. Ooh, That's going to be all I saw that. I saw that Nick Phyllis, um, Kyle, uh, Summer uh, promo. Is this a a romantic comedy or something? I also saw the Charles Pratt Jr. and JFP promo shots from six years ago as well. I was like, what is this? Like, that was so sad. Nick don't even look like that anymore. Josh Morris, that's so sad. I mean, I get it. They're probably not going to let you take new promo photos, but I know... Y&R has updated promo photos that were just taken like last year. Like, come on now. They've got the budget. You know they do because you remember uh, Oprah that played Mia, she posted up that picture from when she was supposed to be opening credits. So they took the pictures. Just released that beautiful gown she had on. Oh, I miss her. I really do. Uh, We can't have nice things on this. We We never talk nice things. No, we we stuck with Lola's bland ass. I just want to. I just want Mia to shake things up. That's all I ask for. I ask for a Mia and Phyllis friendship. I ask for Mia to be friends with 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 Hillary with somebody that she could cut up with. They are like they scared. Well, speaking they of Hillary, they, they're about to make Amanda. Well, I mean, I, I guess Amanda's going to be Hillary's twin, like we always said. Look, I don't, I don't let's get that. I mean, let's get that. I mean, I mean, it's something. I mean, I'm, at this point, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm I trying. Mean, 
That's what's going. D is Hillary. I'm trying. I'm trying with this show. Come on. It's terrible. That's why I said all the all the ingredients are there, but we just need a cook that knows how to season yep. some food. Yeah. I told you we need some lorries. We need some. This is bacon. why I said hire Susan Dansby, hire Marlene McPherson, hire Elizabeth Snyder, hire Kay Alden. Anybody. Just anybody who can actually write a damn soap opera. <laughs> it, it's not that hard. Because maybe Josh needs somebody that, you know, to help him, like, when he want to present something, they can finesse it a little bit to get the shit pushed through to the networks. Like, okay, well, we he, can do that. He does well, need do somebody like that the networks know. You know, people know Kay Alden's name. People know Susan Dansby's name over there. He needs somebody who can fight the network to get shit put on the air that's watchable. Because this ain't watchable. The, no. And nobody shedding viewers like duck shed water. Because this, this tells me that this show like right now this is reminding me so much of the end of Guiding Light right now. Because there's no direction. The show just has the title, but it's not the show. And oof, it's not a good look. And what's so sad is that you, you would think usually when soaps get like you, like you said, it's about to get canceled, Casey, or it's at a point where there's so many unrecognizable faces. YNR is the one soap that has never had that problem, thank God. Again, half of them, half the cast, you know, on respirators, but they're still there. So, like, you know, y- y'all got everything there. Just do something with it. Yes, you do need to add in a little bit. You need to bring on a Noah Newman that's going to wreck shit. Like, we need a Noah Newman that's going to be fucking through the town. Like and acting like, yeah. acting like the rich motherfucker he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants Noah to be all Captain Savaho. I, I want to work with families in Africa and take pictures and all this other bullshit. What the fuck? <laughs> pictures. <laughs> oh, mama, I know you're talking about your Anderson. you in the bank. <laughs> One thing I'm interested in is Dio and Victoria. I'm interested in, in Victoria. Yeah, Victoria is the best part of wine art right now. Yes, Victoria she really is right now. And I thought I would never say that. And I was know. about to say that for this to come out of Casey Mouth, Lord, the apocalypse is now. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, anyway, D, I love you, babe. <laughs> I'm like, you just said something nice about Victoria. I'm looking outside for the horseman to come down. That's Amelia Hindley, but you guys know that I can't. With yeah, Victoria. that's how I feel, Casey. With Amelia Hindley's Victoria, she's as good as whoever she paired with. Because other than that, I don't care. Oh, my God, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know Victoria needs some fire to go with her ice. And Theo got some fire. Oh, Victoria God. doesn't need yeah. to get laid. And yeah. I can see their sex scenes post-COVID. Oh, they would be great. Let me tell you, Victoria bended the, her hair all in his face. And oh, tell you. And this would be, oh, a, it'd be, a, great, it'd be a great opportunity to make Lola a crazy bitch. They need to make her Isabella. That's what we oh, need. Yeah. We need. Yeah. Ashley Callie can do it. You know she can. 
You know it's like the CBS soaps are scared to write a bitch. Bold is scared to write a bitch. You see what they did with Sheila? They wasted her. Like they're scared to have a villainess on the show. See, Which is see, so they, weird. I don't get. CBS soaps used to be the darkest soaps. I mean, CBS soaps used to go there where Guiding Light, you know, wasn't afraid to say the N-word in an episode where Wyandar had Diane bashed over the head with a rock floating in that pond where poor Murphy, Murphy found her and, you know, B&B having, you know, Sheila stick dogs on somebody. I mean, CBS used to be that bitch. And, honey, that bitch is dried up now. That like you, you turned into Karen. <laughs> CBS just asked yeah. to see my manager. Pretty much. Then right. that's why, like, set, like Courtney Hope's character needs to be a bitch. She has to th- shake things up. Don't have her coming on being Sister Mary Moore. Goddamn it! I know that's days, but still. Don't have I was her say, all that's dry. the wrong show. <laughs> you know well, that? Yeah, yeah, gotta keep. So- yeah, you gotta keep the counselor. You gotta keep the Y and R B and B crossover tradition going. I mean, that's been going on for years. They've been doing that since our, the the, 90, the early nineties. So it's like, what put B and B on the map. It's what you know. I mean, goddamn it, you had to a six point seven. Yeah, yeah. Eileen Davis is Ashley was on Bold View for a year. I mean, come on. So it's just like it's you have to make her Sally Sector. Like, what other character would they bring onto that show? I mean, Sally would be a good addition to Genoa City. Uh, sure. Like you said, you can pair her with Lauren. Like, you can bring her into um, to Fenmore's to, like, shake that shit up. Yes. Um, like, what if she then, completely revives Fenmore's and, like, Jill yes. decides, oh, I'm going to get back and I don't trust this bitch because, you know, Eric Forrester called me and filled me in on her history or something like that, you know? The Have only Jill problem come up is, in there and go, you know, Sally, I don't trust you. And the only thing look, is, look, I can't do it. Just Walton, just Walton, just the problem me. is they don't have characters Sally's age to like pair her with. Like they don't have that young grouping at Young and Restless right now. Yeah, where, not anymore. Yeah, all they you, have is the young Kyle. Yeah, That's you cannot. Like, where like, is Finn? And um. Yeah, like, I can't even right. see who they would even pair her with on this canvas. The right only now. way I could see that working is her not being Sally Spectre would be if she was Noah's girlfriend, that Noah has a girlfriend in London, her being, uh, if she was going to be a new character, Noah's girlfriend. That's the only thing I could see happening. And then it they could bring the Noah for that. That's the only the way I could see that working for her being a new character. Like, I honestly can't. Unless she trying to bust up that snore fest that's Chloe and Kevin. I really don't see. <laughs> oh, good Lord. No. Wow. Leave, leave Will. Leave Will Truman and Grace Hart Adler over there with that baby. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah. No. no. I'm like, who else can she interact with? And I Esther, mean- you ready for this? Esther is Jack. That's who Esther has turned into. <laughs> Lord, if they pair Courtney Hope with Jack, I'm done. I'm leaving. Like if, oh, no, if I, I don't oh, God. No, 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 they would not. put him with a younger woman. I only no, love Casey, Casey meant that Esther is Jack McFarlane from where Will and Grace. Yeah, I, I know what you meant, but I'm literally saying, I literally, that popped in my head. I was like, Lord, because you know Jack always have to have that young heat. I was like, if they put her with Jack. I was, I was, I was 29. 
when they did that story. Uh, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I need to bring up charges Ooh. against Peter Bergman. <laughs> like, I, I know somebody they might pair her with. If they put her with Billy, with Jason Thompson's Billy, um, yeah. He's the only one that I, I could see. Mm. Them they could put her in. They could put no, her in. No, leave him with Lily. Leave him with Lily. They already wired it like she's no. 40, so leave him with Billy. They dress it like she's 42. Poor well, they don't, they don't even know what they're going to do with Billy. Billy is just sitting there like... Do they ever know what they're doing with Billy? Billy never. has had no direction the whole time. No Honestly, not since... Honestly, they haven't had any story for Billy since Burgess Jenkins. Burgess wasn't my favorite Billy, not by any means. But the story no. kind of went away with him. Which Billy was has weird. story. Billy well, I guess well, you know story. what? No, I changed my because Jason, Jason Thompson's Thompson, like Gina first Tung-Yong, year. They, yeah, they they the really Gina went Tung- in. Yeah, yeah, they went. But in. then you know, really, Mal hasn't known what to do with the character, and then that's yeah, kind of transitioned no, since, onto Josh as well. Since she, since Gina Tony left, they haven't. They don't know what to do with Jason Thompson's Billy because they they knew. That those two had amazing chemistry. Like, oh, and then Billy when they showed that episode, they were everything together. Billy and Jabot—that was my ship right there. Can you see why they don't even like? Now Billy and Michelle Savage uh, feels—they hardly have any scenes. Right, they're like like, strangers. I'm like, okay, like, oh. Y'all didn't, gonna act like I, y'all didn't yeah, Josh kind of like, I don't get it. Who's that? Josh was like, that didn't happen. It, it, it never happened. Like, Look at Sharon and Adam. How long did Sharon have cancer before Adam found out? I mean, come on now. When we talk about the obvious things that should have been played a long time ago, and I mean, what were consistent angles should have been forever ago. The weirdest thing about Wyandar is that I'm not sure if they skipped ahead in time or if they're still where they need to be because Sharon's had her surgery and is on recovery. But meanwhile, Chelsea is like, well, last week when you told Adam about AJ Montavo, and I'm like, wait, what's the timeline here? Did we skip ahead and multiple they, months for they Sharon's don't know. And, surgery? And, they don't and, and this cancer story, this ended because like. They obviously don't give a I'm shit confused. about it, and like I don't, I don't even care either. I forgot cancer. I, I even forgot Sharon had cancer. Like I was like, <laughs> what is, like I'm just, I'm not Did even you trying to be funny. Those? I forgot. I, I forgot she had. I forgot she had cancer. That was their only case story when the show left the air. I forgot. I when they left the air, they cared about it. When they came back, they didn't give a shit. And I was like, okay, like I see you don't care. Um. Sharon's is like. So are you okay. saying when they left the air, they they gave a shit about story? I mean, there you go. They cared, they cared about some story, I guess. I'm like, like now they've Jeff been back. cared more about one life to live on Prospect Park than Young and Restless cared about those storylines when that show left the air. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to give this show the benefit of the oh lord. I, I try to. I really do. You know, I. Yeah, I'm not trying to digest. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> the budget is still good. There are people on that writing staff who still know the show, even though the person in charge doesn't. And there are all the same faces from the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, but it's not the young and the restless anymore. It's mm-hmm. what'd you call it, D? The whatever and the hopeless. 
<laughs> the old and the hopeless is what the it's old looking and the like. Hopeless. There you go. <laughs> go right, they even play the necessary beats. Like I feel like T.O. is a Brooks. Why ain't Lori and her sister came to visit their nephew? Well, why did they only ask once though? Because allegedly Y&R asked Jamie Lynn Bauer back for that arc. However, she couldn't do it because she had another engagement, allegedly. But why didn't they ask her back again? Why didn't they say, oh, hey, this didn't work out. Let's just wait a month and see if she's available. Because Don't worry, they're going to ask her in two months, and then she's going to show up all the facts. They're they going to ask her in three years for the 50th anniversary of this show. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> this but, show has never cared about no damn Brooke sisters. And like, they they trot them out. They trot these Brooke sisters out for like these little special anniversary shows and like these little like Lori Brooks, the last time they brought Lori Brooks for like a, they tried to bring her out for a real storyline. She was obsessing over Victor. And I was like, oh, here we go with this bullshit. Like all these years, Lori Brooks was still in love with Victor Newman. Okay. I believe that. But that's embedded um, in the character's history because Lori's a petty hoe. Like, that's like. But like, a, girl, it's been like 50 years. Like, you know, she's like, like Alan. You know, she's like, get over, it, baby. get over it. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. They pulled, this whole, they, pulled, like, they pulled this whole they pulled this whole Theo's of Brooks out of their asses with this one. Yep. Like, I don't believe that shit. Like they came out of nowhere. I don't even it came out uh, of nowhere with no canvas. No, with no backup. Why do you tell a story with no, no, no backup for it? No, nope. yeah. Dean is a hoe. That was basically the story. That's a that was a story. Okay, Dean, like, we all know Dean the hoe. Like, how many times we got to know Dina's a hoe? Okay, we get it. We get it. Let that whole hoe die. I'm a hoe. Alan's definitely a hoe, and Dina's a hoe. Stop. Like, stop, 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 stop. They do. They they pull anything out of their ass just to see what sticks. Well, I I did something like that similar, but we won't get into that. Oh, Uh, (laughs) dude. Anyway. I'm interested in the CPO and Victoria and how that works out. I am too. You know, Victoria likes her. You know, she likes her little young man. You know. Well, and finally, little, Victoria's yeah. not with Billy again. You know, yeah. finally. Yes. It's finally. Um. So anyway, let's get into our last two hot topics here. Um. We've got some talk show news to discuss. Um. And we'll in fact start with the talk because it's always the right time to have the talk. Um, let's go to Alan Chin Moonves about this. Um, Alan, John uh, Redman, one of the talk's original executive producers and their showrunner is leaving um, after 10 seasons and there's no immediate replacement while the show is placed on summer hiatus. Um, so what do you think about this? Um, and do you have anybody in mind for who could run the talk when they return uh, this September? No, because last show is basically boring now. It's basically ever since Julie Chen left. Does anyone here still watch a talk? Anyone? Because no one cares about it. No one cares about Maria after the daytime Emmys. That's it. Yeah, that's right. that's and when it. they have like yeah. Melody Thomas Scott on yeah. to go, well, you know, yeah. Nikki was supposed to be a mud wrestler, and I said, what? That's the only time I watch the talk. Because otherwise, no one cares about Eve or. Any- them or any press celeb or the woman from Dancing with the Stars, what's his name? 
because no one cares about them. They're boring. Freaking the even the views more watchable, and they have that horrible woman on there that says horrible things every day. Like I didn't mention her name. Even the bills even better than the talking. They should just cancel it, honestly. Well, and so, you know, when I was reading the Deadline article, which I'm going to read some snippets here from it, I found it interesting because it sounded like a cancellation article because they even brought up, in 2010, CBS was looking for a replacement for departing veteran daytime soap opera As the World Turns. First of all, I'm really shocked Deadline brought up As the World Turns. (laughs) I was just, I was shocked by that. Um, But anyway, then it goes on to say, under his leadership, the talk earned 11 daytime Emmy Awards. Um, The talk also won the People's Choice Awards. Like, it all seems like a cancellation article because, you know, they're doing this whole big retrospective of the talk that's not really even necessarily about him. So, Dee, what do you make of this? Do you think this is setting the talk up for cancellation? To be honest, I watched that show the day after the daytime Emmys. If they cancel it, they cancel it. Like, they're, I feel like this is probably the last season. They're probably looking for a replacement as we speak. So they renewed it because they didn't have anything else going on. All I'm going to say, bring back as world turns and God in life. Thank you. Good night. Oh, Lord, if they do. look Well, look, first of all, Beth Ellis is on my show, so I don't know who they're going to get to play Harley. You know what? She can be Harley Kurt, okay? Bye. But <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm Beth Ellis If you're going to cancel that show, then go back to what actually got you ratings. You had better ratings when you had soaps on than when you had these talk shows. It I know took the talk a whole people. season to match As the World Turns as ratings. A whole season, you know, 200 episodes and they barely matched it and now barely. they match it as well and but look i would love as the world turns to come back you know i bob and kim and you know barbara and shoot rodrigo could play james lord child uh-uh. be careful you're gonna take that show off the air then you need to put something quality in its place. Tori Spelling presents the gong show. Oh, okay. Oh, bye. <laughs> you don't have Hollywood squares on. You watch. Hosted by D. That's what it'd be. No, it's not. <laughs> we mean soap operas. Thank you. Soap operas. Not just okay. soap operas. Soap operas. Kristen McNichol hosts You Bet Your Life. Oh, God. No, you didn't. Kristen Chidowitz hosts the Alan Sarapa show. Um, So, anyway. I'd actually watch that, though. It would be too raunchy for an 11 o'clock in the morning time slot. Come on now. Um, Tiggs, so what do you think of the talk possibly being on the chopping block from the way things look in that deadline article? Bye. I mean, <laughs> Eve don't need the money. Eve don't need the money. Sharon Osborne don't need the money. Don't none of them hoes need the money. So bye. The night is over. Okay, now yeah. I gotta stop singing because I, I don't want us no. to have to pay for that song. <laughs> and we all know one of the reasons that show even got on the air anyway was because of that damn Julie Chan being married to Les, uh, Les what? Movie. This ticks. 
I had no idea. This piece of information. Wow. They probably oh. believe as, as soon as they finally got rid of Les Moonves, they probably believe they didn't give a shit about, about the show then. No, of course not. I mean, Oof. well, um, another show that people aren't giving a shit about is the Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, so, Alan, let's go to you on this. Mariah Carey opened up about her 2008 interview on the uh, talk show. And um, Ellen had asked her um, if she was pregnant. And if she wasn't, then why not toast with champagne? Um, Mariah Carey now recalls this moment and said it made her feel extremely uncomfortable. Um, and furthermore, she states, I can't believe you did this to me, Ellen. This is peer pressure. You see what Ellen is doing. This is peer pressure. So, Alan, what do you um, make of this past interview and Mariah Carey's reaction? Ellen is a bitch. She doesn't like people. Everyone knows Liz. Ellen, warn somebody. <laughs> well, that's common knowledge. She's a bitch. She doesn't like people. And it's kind of an odd job to be a talk show host and you hate people and you have them all on and you're talking to them and you hate people who are going to stay your ass home or do you just do comedy sets. Then you don't have to talk to people like that. And I'm glad that Mariah Carey called her out because I'm tired of these freaking celebrities like Ashley Kutcher, mm-hmm. freaking Katy Perry kissing Ellen's ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was nice to me. Well, you're a rich bitch. Of course she's going to be nice to you. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the interview um, is still up in the Ellen Show archives, and um, this is quite sad. It's titled "Ellen Can Tell That Mariah Carey's Pregnant." Um, of course, what? yeah. So the interview is still up there with that title. Um, oh wow! Okay. Of course, kids, this yeah. was the baby that Mariah miscarried um, oh. shortly after the interview. Um, Kirsta, see Ellen Kirsta. <laughs> so, D, do you think that this is just cold-blooded and continues to show Ellen's issue? Um, I'm trying to be diplomatic when I say this. I've known that Ellen DeGeneres was trash for a very long time. It did not take a rocket scientist to figure this out. Now, I need some of her employees to come forward and say that she's not a trash person. I don't need these famous people that have been on her show and have benefited. I need the little people because nothing surprises, none surprises me anymore. I just, that, whether she was pregnant or not, that was her business. Ellen should not have put it out there. You can ask, and if she tell you she don't want to talk about it, then keep it moving. But you're going to keep on pressing. I'm like, are you mad? Why are you up in her vagina like that? Like, to me, it just felt very uncomfortable. I'm just saying, as a chick, I'm just like, get out of my lady bits. It's none of your business. <laughs> I'm just... Why are you passed out like that, Casey? I just... <laughs> Now I have a title for the episode. But <laughs> oh, God, not again. <laughs> it's the Mayo Twins Redux. 
I'm never gonna put that down. I just I don't know. I mean, is anybody honestly is anybody surprised with the stories that you hear about Ellen anymore? No, it's just sickening. No. I mean, it truly is. They like, get worse and worse. It's sad. Like, no. Yeah, it gets worse and worse. You're right. And D, you made a very interesting point. You don't need celebrities to come forward about how they feel about Ellen. You need her employees to do that to really show change. You know, the people who work for you need to speak out with their five paid vacation days of choice. Um, so, Rodrigo, what are your thoughts on this whole mess? Um, Ellen, you tried it. I'm sure, like, they had discussed this beforehand because you're not going to interview Mariah Carey and there's not going to be stipulations what the fuck you're going to ask. Okay. So I'm sure... Ellen did a little sneak attack because Ellen, okay, like, I've never bought this whole Ellen Nice Act shit. Like, this, <laughs> I'm, I always question talk show hosts that, like, are so, like, they do this nice, sweet shit. There's, like, oh, kindness, all this stuff. But you hear, I've been hearing rumblings about Ellen for years, for Except years. We're going to give Kelly a pass. But other than that, no. Nah. No, I just I, I don't like I don't subscribe. Like it's it is what it is. Ellen, you messed up. You fuck with the queen. You fuck with Mariah Carey. Like you know Mariah was gonna get your ass. You already knew that she was good. <laughs> she you knew she gonna get your ass one way or the other. Like it's it was a matter of time. So like I believe Mariah. I'm like um yeah I believe you would do that shit because like. Ellen's very sneaky when she comes to her, like, her guests. I don't like, I don't even like that little scare shit, that scare tactic stuff she does with her guests. I don't like that shit either, because, like, you gonna get people heart attacks and shit. No, I don't like it. You gonna get popped uh, in the face. That's what's gonna yeah. happen. You gonna <laughs> catch the right All that shit is mean-spirited. Like, it's mean-spirited shit. I don't like her game of game, her game of game shit, like, where she throws people in pools and shit. I don't like that shit. That people like sign up to like get abused by her. I don't like it. Um, so it was just a matter of time. Like it's it's not looking good for her show. Australia didn't kick her off the air already. So like she is <laughs> like when your when countries are kicking you off the air, like you continent, like you are like there's some problems. Very good. Because I will say, problems. look, and it's Australia. Australia, like for Australia to kick you off the air. You did some shit. <laughs> well, regardless of what Ellen's done, Australia made the right choice, though, because I'd rather yeah. watch an hour of Desperate Housewives as opposed to the Ellen DeGeneres show. That's all I, I would rather have those nice white women than the evil stepmother of NBC. That's all I'm going to say. And then you throw in, you know, Alfrey Woodard, you know, when you have to meet your network quota. But otherwise, I would rather see Ooh, Desperate Housewives than the Ellen DeGeneres show. <sighs> so anyway, the lovely D, where can they find you on the Twitter? You can find me sad and lonely because Chandler Massey loved Days of Our <laughs> Lives. <laughs> and Alan? Where can they find you and Chandler Massey ordering a pizza? Oh, I got these shook. 
<laughs> nah, I don't even care about me. You wait till this is over, Casey. I got something for you. Well, shoot, it's been a long time since a human being said something like that to me. So mm, you better work on yourself. Bye. <laughs> uh, and then Tiggs, where can they find you? The best eleven nine eight five. The way you said that was so weird. <laughs> it was um, proper. I liked it. <laughs> and then Mara Rodrigo West, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me at Rodrigo's World 81. All righty. And that is our show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see all of you next week. Have a Bye. safe Labor Day weekend, y'all. Wear a mask and mind your damn business. Watch yes. that. Yes. All that. All of that. <laughs> and make sure the white auntie bring the potato salad. <laughs> no raisins. No, no raisins, no walnuts, no, no raisins. Calves. I just need Hell. some salt, pepper, garlic powder. And wash yeah. your hands before you make that food. Oh. Okay. For at least 20 seconds. Well, maybe 30. You know, you're cooking for a crowd. So, yeah, there, there you go. And you can find me at KCS Hutch. And you can find our show on Twitter and on Facebook at the chat underscore podcast.